You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Repack for Acme Packing Company. I'm Justice Mosqueda. I'm joined here not by Evan Tex Western, who was lucky enough to be in the woods and, and got to miss the Packers game. But Tyler Brooks, say what's to the people, Tyler. Hey. Hey, um, I really thought about starting this just being like away from the mic and just screaming into the void, uh, but m- maybe not. Uh, <laughs> it was that might be the worst game of the Lafleur era. I mean, the past two games have been the worst games in the Lafleur era, pretty easily. Um, Rob Domofsky tweeted out the Packers. Hadn't lost back-to-back games as touchdown favorites since the 1998 season. Um, to put that into perspective, Romeo Dobbs was negative two years old at the time. So you you have that going for you. Um, the floor up until last week hadn't lost as a touchdown favorite. Uh, they were, what, like 9.9 and a half, somewhere around their favorites. Um, against the Giants, lost that. They were a touchdown or a seven and a half point favorite against the Jets, depending on what book you use. Um, they lost that. I mean, this is the worst stretch of football they've played pretty clearly in since late stage Mike McCarthy. I, I, I'm kind of at a loss for words at this point. Um, I saw on Twitter at some point, I can't remember who tweeted it, but it basically felt like at any point, all three phases of the game are not allowed to have a complete or a good game, right? Like the defense was holding up until the end. And then there was the special teams and offense that let them down. But like, when's the last time the Packers were clicking at all three phases? Uh, but then by the end of it, just everything collapsed. So I guess that's fun. That's a good, that's a good time. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about this a little bit more. Um, offensively. I want to bring up the Plodzilla allegations. AJ Dillon, Plod- yeah, oh Plod- Plodzilla. What what has he done this year? Last year he looked great. I don't know if it's like uh, he's not in the best shape or something. Like he looks fine physically. Like there's nothing anything that like changed from an appearance standpoint. But he's not having any of these explosive runs that he had last year. Has he already been married? Did he just get married? I can't remember when he got. Or is he still engaged? I'm not sure. I don't I'm know still thinking that. that might be a part of it. I don't know why. But it just gives me those vibes, you know. Married running backs, running backs can't be family men. No, I'm just saying, like you know, you're getting married, you know, take it a little bit easier, go on vacation. Um, Oh no, I just had another thought. Is it is it too much food from Door County? Is Door County? It can't be because no, it can't be. He spent all of last year in Door County, every every waking moment, and he was playing a lot better football than he is right now. Maybe Um, he needs more trips to Door County. Could be. Aaron Jones got a total of three carries in the first half. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, this isn't a game where they're running the ball particularly well. But, I mean, coming into the game, 
the narrative was, you know, Aaron Jones is doing stuff on a yards per carry standpoint that no one with that amount of carries at this point in the season has done since like OJ Simpson and, and, uh, you know, Jim Brown, right? Like you need to get that guy more carries and just didn't happen. I, I think the offensive line was beat up fairly consistently. And I don't think you could run the ball when, when that stuff is happening. Um, you know, Bakhtiari was playing consistently at left tackle. John Runyon Jr. probably had one of his worst games, I would say. Royce Newman got benched for Jake Hansen, then Jake Hansen got hurt, and Royce Newman had to get added uh, back into the game. The floor said, you know, they were trying to add a spark to the offense with the Jake Hansen uh, moving him to right guard. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Let me talk about this one. This makes no it. sense. You have an offense that needs a spark, and your plan is to put in your worst offensive lineman that's seen snaps this season. Like, Newman's bad. Newman might be one of the worst preferred starting linemen in the Aaron Rodgers era. Yes. And and Hanson's way worse, and they thought that would get the offense going. Um, that just blows my mind. You drafted three offensive linemen and refused to play any of them. Well, two of them are inactive with the yeah. rest of Goot's draft picks. The the un- inactive guys in this game, it's um, Christian Watson, who was hurt, and then the rest of them were all Goot's draft picks. I mean, two of them haven't even played in a single game in, uh, you know, Ford and Toure, right? And Toure, I mean, might have to end up getting a call-up at some point because they're going to get dicey with these wide receiver numbers now, right? So Randall Cobb got carted off. Um, was crying. Aaron Rodgers said that, you know, Cobb thought that that was it. Like he broke his ankle. Sounds like it's a high ankle sprain. Um, They don't know how long he's going to be out. Rodgers even brought up, you know, hey, short-term IR is only four weeks, right? So like maybe that's a possibility. LaFleur um, wouldn't comment on it. Here's kind of the problem with that. Even beyond the wide receiver numbers, which we can touch on, the Packers can only use uh, IR designation return uh, on on eight different occasions this year, and they already have you know Tipa's on it, Vernon Scott's on it, Chris Barnes is on it, and Sammy Watkins is on it. Now I know Vernon Scott was um, pre fifty three, so he'd have to clear through waivers and stuff like that. But if you add another guy into the mix, that's four, right? So you're already using half, and we're in week six, so you're not giving yourself a lot of room for breathing now. Sammy Watkins is out at wide receiver, right? Christian Watson, they were talking about potentially shutting him down, right? Because he's had multiple hamstring injuries now coming off of his, what, I think, third career uh, knee surgery that he had over the offseason. Um, Jawan Winfrey got promoted off or elevated off the practice squad for the third time um, in this game. You can only do that three times in a year. So Winfrey now, it's like he's on the practice squad for the rest of the year, just being a practice player, or you have to call him up from the, from the practice squad to the 53 to even make the numbers work to get him active on game day. Right. And you look at the rest of the room. I mean, it's Lazard, it's Dobbs. If they don't do that for Winfrey, it's going to be Amari Rogers wide receiver three. That's... This is how I know how grim it was is yeah. at one point we saw Winfrey and Amari Rogers on the field at the same time. Which we hadn't seen since, or yeah. probably only saw ever in that Arizona game when all three of the top wide receivers were out, right? So at least the offense moved that game. 
but yeah, it did. I think that oh, Arizona yeah. defense was terrible, but um, yeah, dude, it's it is not good. The offensive line is bad. The really backfield, bad. they could just never get it. They can never write a hot hand, right? I guess that's the best way to explain the backfield. And the receiver, I mean, this is the third injury at receiver for a wide receiver unit that was a concern coming into the year. This is what we talk about with cluster injuries, right? Like who, yep. you know, who, who hurts the team the most going out. It's not really like one guy. It's like, once you get three of them and it's like, yeah, Amari Rogers has to be on the field full, full, full time. It's like, holy crap. Amari got benched as a kick returner last week. Right. I mean, he's kind of on the roster bubble. Like Basaccia had to like and field questions and had to say like, we're not going to shit can the guy in a press conference this week. And now that guy's going to have to start on offense after Aaron Rodgers said, like, yeah, I don't know what he does here. Like, he's he's a returner. He's That's now played in, what, like 25 career games, and he caught his fifth career reception today. It's bad. And I didn't think it could get worse, and it's getting worse, and I'm getting scared. Rodgers even was kind of – I felt like – and I know we've been critical about Rodgers, and I want to make this sound as, like – even and fair as I possibly can. Um, it sounded like he was speaking out of both sides of his mouth in the press conference where, you know, he's, he's answering questions and he's like, is it spiraling? No, it's like, a, it's it, you choose if it spirals or not. Like we got to make sure like tone police ourselves and make sure that like, we're all in check. Like it, we're three and three There's a long season ahead of us. Like we can't let this spiral basically is what he was saying. And then he was answering other questions and was like, do you guys have enough talent on the team? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Let's make it simple so that we can figure out if we have enough talent. And then if we don't have enough talent, I trust that Brian is going to, you know, make moves to to get us to a place where we compete, where, where we can compete. And it's like what last week Deshaun Jackson said he wanted to sign with either the Packers or the Bills, I recall. Um, there's all this OBJ stuff floating around. I don't know if they can afford OBJ in terms of his contract, but stuff's out there. I mean, the Carolina Panthers are probably going to have a fire sale, right? So there's going to be options. I don't know how many of them are realistic, but like, uh, if Amari Rogers is your wide receiver three, I could see why you would be looking at other rosters and being like, I don't know. Hey, Brian, did you see this from pro football talk? I get it. <laughs> I will say, as much as I personally want Odell on the Packers, it's not going to happen. You know, what was the most recent report is that the Rams offered him a Michael Gallup type contract. And he said no. And they were like, that's okay. We're not done negotiating. Packers aren't going to be able to. They, they can't afford that. They can't afford that. They can't afford that. I mean, you got to remember, too, it's not even just this year. I mean, it's hell to make it work for this year, right? But moving forward, I mean, Rashawn Gary's contract is coming up, right? Um, Darnell Savage is going to be a fifth-year option. You're going to have to – you're going to want to rework that in some way. Ellen Jenkins is going to be a free agent. So you have all those things that you got to deal with moving forward, plus the fact like Lazard, Cobb, Watkins, you're theoretically – you know, th- three of your best four wide receivers on the team are free agents too, right? So if you want to retain people, you, you got to start picking and choosing. Before we move on from the offense, I do want to bring up why is Elton Jenkins not kicked into guard? I mean, 
Adam Stenovich prided himself last year on being able to get the best five out there, mix and match. They had a bunch of different lineups, and they made do, right? When things weren't working, they adjusted injuries. Jenkins Jenkins doesn't look right out in right tackle. He's making mental errors too, but, like, you can get away with some of this stuff right now if you kick him into guard and find some at right. Just don't understand this blind loyalty to guys who are underperforming right now. I I don't get it either. And <laughs> I'm kind of happy they have to go through this growing spurt right now because, I mean, did you see the comments after the game last week? Which ones from who? From LaFleur. I mean, he basically was like, yeah, our, our game plan has worked. It's all execution. And it's like, dude, you can kind of choose the execution by playing – like certain players on the field. Like yeah. you, no one's, no one's forcing you to play Royce Newman. He struggled for a year and a half. Like, yeah. It is what it is. I, I just don't get that line of thinking and you know, they're three and three, they're going to have to change some things and maybe it's going to be uncomfortable for the team, but like, good. That guy shouldn't be out there on the field right now. And I understand you guys are like worried about Bakhtiari, but like at some point, Nyman's going to have to play something else other than Bakhtiari's backup. Come on. Yeah. And it, it seems like at least even if he's not playing great right now, at least he's getting his feet back under him to the point he can stay out there for a whole game. Nyman's enough of an asset. You need to get him out there if, if you don't trust anyone else at my tackle. Yeah. Um, defensively, I think they changed up actually a good amount of stuff. I'm actually yeah. not that mad about the de- – I mean, crossers were killing him, right? They didn't yeah. throw a single crosser. The Jets didn't throw a single crosser at him. Um, Wilson completed one pass of over 10 yards. It was that deep play action shot to Corey Davis, which like, okay, that play in isolation, yeah, that sucks. But if that's all you're going to give up and the team gives up net 99 passing yards, you end up taking that, right? Yeah. Um, They started playing three safety dime for the first time. Uh, Rudy Ford was in as the third safety. Jair was getting, you know – uh, game planned snaps in the slot. It looked like to cover Garrett Wilson specifically. So, I mean, those were all things that like people asked for, right? Um, yeah. It's not great when you give up all those rushing yards, but the Jets were able to just pound them the entire game because the offense wasn't doing a good enough job to put pressure on them in any sort of way. I mean, when you go in zero zero at the ha- or zero zero um, after a good amount of time right? Like, why should they fear your offense? Yeah, just keep running the ball. See what you can get, you know? It breaks my heart how not just, like, average, like, legitimately bad Devontae Campbell has been this year. Yeah. No, he's been bad. I I, I wrote about it this uh, past week for the site. I wrote about how maybe, maybe getting him into – maybe getting the team into penny looks out of nickel personnel, right? So it would give like uh, one of either Campbell or Walker, you know, basically playing outside linebacker on the edge and they're big enough to handle that. And then one of Gary or Preston Smith to line up on a guard as, you know, a pseudo defensive end. Um, I think that's probably the best way to get these guys on the field right now, because I think both Walker and Campbell play better when they're in that, that penny look and they're the solo inside linebacker. I don't think they're a good nickel team right now. And I think some of that has to do with how bad the defensive linemen are other than Kenny Clark. And if you just like shove bodies on the defensive interior 
that becomes less of a problem. And then you can have these linebackers play sideline to sideline, but Devondre's not been playing well this year and he's locked into a contract, right? Like that's, that's kind of why I look at defensive personnel. I'm like, I, I wish they would change things up with the defensive lineman because you can't really change anything else up. Right. I mean, this, the DBs are locked into their roles, right? Um, the inside linebackers uh, because of, draft capital and uh, the contracts that they were given, they're locked into their roles. The edge rushers are locked into their roles. The only thing you can really change around with personnel wise is the defensive line. So like, I don't know, maybe play play TJ Slayton more next to Kenny Clark and just like, see if that helps your run defense. Cause if it doesn't, then you aren't good enough to be playing the type of defense that you want to play in down in down out without having a two score lead. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. I mean, I'm just thinking about the beginning of this draft, right? You know, Quay Walker is missing some steps. Devontae Wyatt, who's supposed to be the solution to this problem we're talking about, right? And give Kenny Clark an imposing presence. He's played like 20 snaps this entire season. Not doing shit. Not doing shit. Um, Christian Watson's now out potentially long term. Sean Ryan's not even playing. Like, that's not even active. Not, yeah. not, not, not even playing. Not even active for the game day. Like this team really, really needed to hit some home runs, swing for the fences in the draft. And uh, so far, at least on these early picks, it's not looking great. No. At least to start, and it can turn around. But they needed immediate results from these guys. Uh, not showing it so far. Yeah. Um. Special teams. <laughs> Blocked field goal. We split blocked punts. Are are we worried about the special teams again? This is like the first real blemish that we've had, right? Was this because Tifa was out? No. So the punt came on the interior. I even went back and and looked at that because that was my reaction to. I knew you would do that. Yeah. So Tifa usually plays left tackle. Um, He ends up playing left tackle on punt protection. He was replaced by Eric Wilson, the inside linebacker, who actually got the blocked punt on the other side on, on punt return. Um, so he, he was on the left side. The, the pressure came from the right interior. So that probably would have been like Isaiah McDuffie, I think is who that probably would have been on. I'll, I'll have to look at the all 22. The angles on, on punts are weird and they never show the replay. Right. Um, but it was not because of Tipa. It was, I, I guess they said the Lafleur was saying the, field goal operation was elongated because of a high snap and stuff. But I mean, they're getting their butt kicked. So, I mean, if you walk back an offensive lineman, I I'm, I'm not sure how much the snap actually matters, you know? Yep. I mean, it, it's hard to be too worried because you know, outside of today, I mean, it's relative, right? You know, last season, this was a weekly thing. This was, yeah. Yes. what are they going to, what are they going to mess up this week? It's going to be something comical. Um, I'm still not loving Ra Amari as a returner. It's pretty brutal. Uh, yep. He doesn't have any explosiveness or, you know, enough to get out of tackles. So that's getting really frustrating. Um, you would think, like, if they could find a legitimate return man, uh, some stuff would open up on special teams. But here Hopefully. we are. I mean, we'll see. Maybe that's something to look into this There's upcoming week. At least when I'm watching, it feels like on those punt returns, most of the time it feels like if there's not legitimate space, there's at least an alley. Um, yeah. 
and not taking advantage of those. And I feel like with how the offense is performing right now, that would be a huge boost that they really need. I So here, here are some comments Matt LaFleur said today. These are all from uh, Andy Herman's tweets. Extremely disappointed right now. That was very humbling. We got to get better. We got to get back to work. We got to have the urgency to want to improve. We're going to have to take a hard look at everything. These are comments that should have happened after the New England game, right? Am I crazy? We had no. we had a ton of commenters after the New England game because I, I had one of the headlines was like a win that felt like a loss or something like that because they won in overtime against the third string quarterback, right? So my whole thing is like this team has been – it's not just recently. This team has been like this the entire season. You know what I mean? And just because they were winning football games doesn't mean that you can ignore the like the fact that an offense hasn't put together an entire game or that the defense looks terrible in run defense or that they give up crossers like crazy. Like it, that doesn't change any of those facts. But for whatever reason, fans hated to hear that when they were three and one. And now because because the coaching staff seemingly did not uh put enough emphasis on getting better in those places when they were winning football games. They are now losing football games. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you're supposed to, I mean, even in wins, there's stuff to improve upon, right? You can't just glance over your glaring weaknesses for the first four weeks of the season. It just felt like, you know, yeah, we're three and one. So why, you know, why do we need to focus too much on this? But like, think of all those wins. None of them were pretty. Like, yeah. Not this is not a good game. You barely beat a Tampa team that had no weapons for Brady. Uh, Chicago kind of hung around there when they shouldn't have. It's uh yeah, I think now it's a come to Jesus moment for everyone, including Rogers, who seems to <laughs> at least give in the slightest possible fashion, saying that he needs to improve his play a tick. <laughs> he was like, I missed a couple of them, but that was it. Um, I. Here are all – so I, I went to look up the standings, but then they have, like, the uh, points for, like, the points scored next to it, and I sorted by that. Here are all the teams that have played six games in the NFC and have as many or fewer uh, points as the Green Bay Packers. You ready? Yeah. The Washington Commanders, who Ron Rivera just won a game and exploded – in the press conference because people are very hype or very critical about his quarterback. Right. And the Chicago bears. His quarterback, right. Cause he kind of threw him under the bus. Yeah. And the Chicago bears, the Chicago bears have scored uh, two fewer touchdowns than the Packers. And that's it. 14 points. That's the difference between the Packers and bears offenses this year. I, I did not need to hear that today. Yeah, the Rams, Cowboys, and Panthers also scored uh, fewer points, but they've only played five games. I mean, there's a very good chance that after today, like by the time this goes live and is published, the Carolina Panthers have scored more points than the Green Bay Packers this season, and they just fired uh, – uh, uh, what's his name? Matt Rule. And none of their quarterbacks are good. No offense to your – None of them. None of them. None of them. So, yeah, it's bad. It's not great. What else do we talk? Can we talk about anything good before we move on? Tunyon? Tunyon's back? Yeah, Tunyon's back. Um, 
Enik Bari, third. Enik Bari, pretty cool. Pretty good. He's getting better. That I think he's legit getting nice. better every week. That sack was impressive. I mean, he bent yeah. that corner pretty well. Yeah. Um, Eric Wilson. Yeah. Didn't block give up punt. a blocked punt and blocked a punt. So there we go. Good thing. That's we what we got. Does that? We, do we have nothing else? Um, do we have an offensive Gary? guy? Gary. Oh yeah, Tunyon. That's player of the game. <laughs> I guess. Tunyon player of the game. Holy shit. Yeah. This was a terrible about, game. And guess yeah. what? The Packers don't play again at Lambeau for like a month. They play three straight road games. So When's the last time they got booed at Lambeau? It's got to be the end of the McCarthy era probably. But, I mean, probably, I would assume. Year. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's what – I said it after the loss last week, and people thought I was overreacting. I'm not overreacting. I don't think this is a very good football team right now. This, to me, if they make the playoffs – I'm happy. I have no expectation of them actually winning a playoff game right now. I think that's unhealthy as it stands today. Um, this is a one-game season. I want them to beat McCarthy. That's it. That's my <laughs> expectation for the year. They beat McCarthy. If they make the playoffs, cool. It's very cool that you made the playoffs with this young of a team on the offensive side of the ball. I don't know what it says about the defensive side of the ball if they still can't stop the run. Like, Maybe you got to make a change at defensive coordinator if if they don't adapt. Um, but it's a one game season for me. Beat McCarthy. That's it. That's all I care about now. I'm terrified of Mar- Micah Parsons against this offensive line. That's just that's not going to be fun. Um, that defense is pretty legit, man. It is 100. percent I mean, that's a team that's led by their defense right now. Um, we mentioned you know they haven't scored very many points. They're still four and one with a backup quarterback in for most of the season at this point. So it's, I, I thought when Dak went down, that was the end for McCarthy, right? Cause you heard Jerry Jones say like, no, Dak will be back like instantly and all that stuff. And you're like, Oh, this is, this is classic cope. I've been here before. And now it seems like they're actually going to be legitimate. The one thing I will say that does kind of break in green Bay's favor. I know people look at like three losses and you're like, based off of LaFleur's record, you know, in his first three years in Great Bay, you're like, we just had a, you know, a season's worth of losses by mid-October. You know what I mean? But there's not that many teams in the NFC who are over 500 right now. I mean, you look at it, it's the Vikings, which obviously hurts because now they're two games ahead and have a tiebreaker. So it's like them being three games ahead functionally, right? Um, That's hard to make up. But then it's the Eagles, the Giants, and the Cowboys who are collectively 14-2. and two. And two of those are going to make a wild card if the season ended today. I mean, they're all in the NFC East. So you're not really threatened by a team, you know, in the South. You're not really threatened by a team in the West just yet to push you for wild card contention. So that that is one positive, I would say. This all of this is making me think about missing the playoffs and draft position, and now really wishing that they had gotten more for Devontae Adams. I mean, they got a good amount for Devontae. They didn't have to trade two second round picks for Christian Watson. Oh, I know. We, we talked, talked about, about that. Happened. Yeah, yes. what happened? That was one we of the from a draft capital position. That was one of the worst trades in the draft. I understand that they liked the player, and you could say you liked the player and all that stuff, but. He hasn't produced. 
and you traded a lot for him. Our evaluations from that draft weekend are, are, are going over pretty well, which kind of stinks because I think excited about Quay. I mean, you were more excited than us. We weren't thrilled about Devonte. Yeah. Weren't thrilled about Watson. We got super excited about Dobbs. We liked Tom. We, I really like Tom, Tom. Tom is buried on the depth chart because Free Jake Hansen is giving us a, a spark. I, never I think so, someone that. in my Twitter mentions was like a spark to like burn down the franchise or something when I tweeted that. I never out. want to hear that Jake Hansen's providing a spark to an offense ever again. He's a backup center who can't play guard. I don't understand why that was the move that they decided to make. I mean, I understand he has playing time under his belt, but like, dude, there's got to be better options. I don't care who your backup offensive lineman is. He's not going to provide a spark to your offense. He's a lineman. Yeah. I think they were just like tired of uh, Newman just getting beat up in the ground game and they wanted to run the ball, but I will didn't say last this. very long. Uh, Leonard or Quinnen Williams, not Leonard Williams, Quinnen Williams, monster. Beast. Beast. We've gone against two really good defensive lines in the past two weeks and maybe. That's what you need to do to to beat Green Bay, but I don't know. I'm not super confident in this team. Uh, again, winning winning playoff games. The the Cowboys have a good defensive line. Giants already beat us. Eagles have a good defensive line. Vikings interior isn't that great, but those edge rushers gave us a ton of problems. Right. Um, yeah. The Niners are going to have a great defensive line. Tampa kept us from scoring for most of the game. I understand. They had a couple wide receiver fumbles that ended up keeping scoring drives um, from going the distance for them. But that's your competition, and I don't like how the Packers stack up. I mean, maybe their offensive line gets better. Maybe their defense changes its mentality, but I doubt it. And maybe you can get some of these wide receivers healthy or add a wide receiver who can give you a spark. But that's a lot of things to ask. I I don't even know what else to talk about, man. I, uh... Let's take it a break. <laughs> Let's start to break. We'll be right back. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. 
Questions including what are we missing when we work remotely or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the future of work, a PropG pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropG pod wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. All right. Full on vibe checks. This could be quick. This could be a very quick podcast. Offensive vibe opinion. checks. Where, where, where are you at? I was at five last week. I feel like worse than even last week. Nothing's nothing's improved. Things are getting worse. Wide receivers are getting hurt. Offensive line looks like dog shit. Um, two. And what, I don't even know what the redeeming quality to give them a point would be. Tunyon being back. Your tight end is doing stuff. Two. Two out of ten. Tunyon being back and then... I wrote this in the gamer, but it's like they're in, they're, their passing game is this like feast or famine shot play stuff up the sideline now. And it's like there's going to be wild plays in between punts, but that's what you're signing up for. You know, yeah. I mean, you're throwing 20 percent balls. So, yeah, you sometimes you can flip the field in one play, but like you're going to punt most of the time. And you don't really have the skill set to increase your success rate on that. Yeah, maybe once Watson's back. Yeah, um, but until then, like, jeez, dude. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Rogers did say in the presser, Sammy Watkins is probably coming back soon, which is good. I don't think anyone assumed a hamstring injury would have cost him the entire season, but um, at least, I mean, they need they need team speed, right? I mean, if Dobbs goes down, what's stopping teams from just sitting in cover two and just like, yeah. You're just not going to throw deep anymore. Nothing. I'm also frustrated that they haven't used their most dynamic weapon in Aaron Jones as much as they should be. Oh, I thought you were going to say Toure. I thought you were going to pull Paul <laughs> on me. No, yeah, no, that'd be Paul. I'm leaving all that to Paul. I uh, I haven't watched enough of Toure to have an opinion on him. Toure's probably active next week, I would say. I mean, just from a body standpoint, they already had to call up Winfrey. Winfrey can't get called up again. They are probably going to have two extra roster spots now. Right, because, yep. um, you know, if Cobb goes on short-term IR and they just put Tipa on IR and didn't add anyone, they're going to be at uh, 51 players. So that's you know, something you know interesting to watch. Add. They could add, and he's expressed interest in playing for them, Deshaun Jackson. That's I don't know how much he has left in the tank. Plus, he said some pretty wild stuff. I know Rodgers has said some wild stuff, and we all think he's like foo-foo, granola, all that stuff. But what Deshaun said, pretty hateful towards a group of people, which, like, I, I'm not I'm not down with that. Um, I guess we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm going to go – you said two? Yeah, two out of ten. Two out of ten? I'll be more optimistic. I'll say three. I'll say three. <laughs> but it was four last week, and I feel worse. So it's like a two and a half, really, if, if we're splitting hairs. Um, defensive side of the ball, they did hold it down for most of the game. Um, the run game just sucks so bad, though. They're terrible. Their defensive line is not good enough. They're not good I enough to play quarters that much. It, it feels like it's a defense that was built 
to be playing Play with the lead. lead. Yes, yeah, 100%. It would have been, been a phenomenal defense if that was the case. But here we are, and uh, it's bad. I will say, I am actually think I'm going to go up on defense uh, just because they finally let their corners be more aggressive. We saw a little bit of pressing, um, a little more. Uh, I don't know, Jair looked great. And we might have a third edge. Um, yeah, Enigbara getting better week by week is massive because I, Tifa really was only playing special teams, right? Tifa hadn't yeah. taken a single defensive snap this year. So it was just, you know, uh, Enigbara and Garvin coming off of the bench as pass rushers behind Gary and Preston. So if Enigbara, if Enigbara is good now, that goes a long way in terms of the rotation. Uh, also, just huge news that Gary, I feel like Gary was really not in the game after the toe injury, and he looked like his old self, so that was good. Um, yep. I'll go six and a half, seven. I'm actually, Ooh. again, I'm actually pretty high on the defense because it was built for, I think, what it was trying to do. It's just the offense effing sucks. It's, it's, yeah. it's bad right now. I just, I'm so scared of that defensive line. They have to get something going. Yeah. At some Bad. point, it's it's not it's not good. It's not good at Is all. Is anyone seeing free agency on the D line? Oh, should we do this live? I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch you uh, players that we Bad could 10. potentially sign on the defensive line. Um, Sheldon Richardson. Who am I thinking of? That's not the guy that was on the Packers briefly, was it? Who am I thinking of? No, I think you're thinking of Snacks. No, I wasn't thinking of Snacks Harrison. I was thinking of a guy that, like, signed on and they got injured almost immediately. I don't think Sheldon – I'm going to look this up now. I don't think Sheldon was ever a Packer. No. No, he was not. Okay. It's going to drive me crazy. I'll try and figure it out at some point. I know – I remember Snacks, but it was someone else. Um, it was a big free agent signing, and then he got hurt immediately. got carted off. can't remember his name. We have another option, Indomitian Sue. Oh, my God, please. I know how much Rodgers hates him, which would make it even better. It's – you know what? Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you've got to add a little bit of adversity to the team. He would hate the energy in the locker room again, but – Linval Joseph? I don't think the team needs another nose tackle, but Linval Linval Joseph is out there. Kingsley Kiki? Still don't know, like, why exactly he was released from Green Bay, but he hasn't stuck anywhere else. So we have that. That's sad. Star Lele, Malik Jackson, Brandon Williams, he's another nose tackle. Malik Jackson. Wasn't Malik Jackson okay back in the day? Was it Denver? Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. There's, there's guys. There's guys out there. Again, I, I think all of these things are a whole lot more likely than the Packers actually trading for anyone. Like, they just don't have the salary cap to be able to bring on another guy unless they push that money into the future, which then is like, are we signing Malik Jackson on a one-year deal so that we don't have enough money that we can't give Rashawn Gary his contract or Ellen Jenkins his contract? Like that's, that's the kind of math that you're having to do right now, which is not great. What happens to the cap if Rodgers retires next year? They're just screwed. It's right? hell. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it the whole they move they move the team is what happens if <laughs> they don't actually move the team. I mean, they're they're fine money wise, but like in terms of competing, whenever Rodgers retires, 
it basically starts a two-year clock where it's like, okay, this is a developmental team now. Like, this is not even an NFL team. Like, you're going to win six games max for the next two years. So that's kind of what's going on. Um, I'm going to go defensive vibes. I think I went four again last week. Probably a little better because they didn't give up a 40-yard crosser. So I guess I'll say five. Um, Special teams, they had two blocks. I know you blocked one, but you also had two blocks. You're net minus one block. So I feel like I have to drop you down to like a six because now I'm worried. I don't even know how to – I'm just going to defer special teams grades whenever I'm on here to you because I know how much you dedicate your time to it. And uh, (laughs) I'll be honest, my uh, attempts as the assistant special teams coordinator on the freshman team, uh, they were fine. They weren't great. We didn't make too many plays, but we didn't – Screw up horribly. I will say our field goal unit was outstanding, which was a big one. But, uh, Having a kicker in, on JV team is crazy. I, I've never had that. I'll tell you that. No, not JV. Literal freshman. Oh, freshman. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, let's win a football game, Tyler. I, I kind of don't want to now. Are you team tank? I had people asking me if it's it's tank time today. The problem is if they tank too bad, Rogers retires, and then the tank's not even worth it. Unless I don't even think they have to tank real bad. What what's the worst record that Rogers sticks around for? Oh jeez. They have, I think they have to have a winning record. I think if they have a losing record, he's out. A hundred percent. I think if they like have a really bad showing in the playoff loss. That's inevitable at this point that he's out. Well, he almost left last year, and he's, I think he's just kind of sick of this shit. I, I don't. I wouldn't want to get hit all the time either. If I was forty and couldn't. Yeah. Run. I'm worried about the thumb. Are you worried about the thumb? He fumbled a ball without his arm getting hit. Hell yeah, I'm worried about his thumb. Yeah. They were saying all week we're not worried about the thumb. I'm worried about the thumb. I understand he's going to play ball games, but like, this isn't good. What's worse, the thumb or the toe? Because I'm pretty sure the thumb's worse. I think the thumb is way worse. I know the toe was wonky, but like at least he, he won an MVP on that toe. Yeah. He won an MVP on that toe. How dare you besmirch the toe. Um, <laughs> next week, Washington Commanders at FedEx Thursday Field. Night football, right? That's got to be the logical Thursday night football game. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Washington just played a Thursday night. Um, on that terrible FedEx field. And then immediately after... It's the death march to the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo Sunday night football. This isn't fun anymore. <laughs> You're just not be, wrong. Just be McCarthy. Be McCarthy. Don't let Rodgers retire. That's draft the goal Ryan for 2022. And then Evaluate Ryan. Joe Barry. Please. That's it. Got any party thoughts, Tyler? Draft Brian Brissett. I don't know, tank bad enough to get him and give Kenny Clark someone to play with. We drafted a first-round defensive tackle. And he's uh, – Yeah. I don't know if he stinks because he doesn't play. I don't know oh. if he stinks. He might stink. But could you imagine if he doesn't and then he plays next year with Brissett and Clark? That's fun. That'd be I don't fun. Your problem, by the way. I don't know what fun. else to say, man. I'm – I – uh 
Go Greyhounds. State tournament starts in two weeks. That a boy. Let's go. It's, hey, it's been a lot more fun than the Packers season. Yeah. Um, well, I'll snap counts up on Monday. I'm sure we're going to break this down from a ton of different angles. Are you, are you going to break down the offensive line or am I going to? Oh, I, I, yeah, I just talked to Rich. I'm going to do. Okay. Line, I'm going to watch <laughs> I'm like, 700 you, times face rammed in. Yeah, I was going to say, if you don't grab that, I might grab that by Monday. So keep an eye out. Tyler's going to show uh, why they can't handle stunts and twists at all. Um, go, Pack, go. Question mark? <laughs> Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com slash Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com slash flagship. This is a paid advertisement.